I think people think this is Chris Demas talking. I think people think that I have some sort of understanding of what's happened to my life or uh, why I've been raped twice in BC, why I've been terrorized for 20 years, why my daughter's dead, why my son's been stolen. I have no understanding of that situation. So I have no understanding of what's happened. I only know that I'm the only Canadian that could have survived and every can- Canadian would have been dead 10 years ago for what's been done to me for 20 years. So I'm going to start in the beginning once again, just so everybody understands. And, and of course, they'll probably cancel this off the internet. But I'm going to, but I'm going to try, and, try and walk you through this chronologically because I think this starts in 2005. I'm, I'm not going to speak to um, one or two years I spent at PowerX trading power and if the FBI was upset about that, if they decided to destroy my life for 20 full years, I'm not even going to speak to that because it's a possibility. But, you know, I just I don't really believe it. So let's start in 2005. There's one of two reasons that a group of people declared absolute lethal fucking war on me in 2005. The first and more, more likely is that I became New Democrat. I got to know Gregor Robertson. My sister was in the hospital. I started to volunteer politically. Um, Gregor and his friends, Tides Canada Foundation and others were shown to be enemies of the Prime Minister Stephen Harper at the time who deployed uh, military-grade assets and security assets against those people. And I'm a known associate of those people. Okay, So this is the most likely reason why I've been assassinated for 20 years. The second is um, it could be that I'm a victim of revenge porn starting in 2005. Okay? Because... Um, uh, it, it, and I, the reason I think this is when my son was like two or three years old, he started to do weird things. And, and I had the feeling that somebody had shown uh, my kid like video of me in bed with a woman or on my own or whatever at that time. So th- those are the only two things I can think of because I know this goes back to 2005. Um, primarily because they, they start to destroy my career and intercept all sorts of phone calls and start really trying to fuck with me around that time. Um, I'm an MBA student. I'm trying to make that work out. There's no reason why it shouldn't work out. I have an engineering degree. I'm a smart guy. I want to be in business. But but I can feel that they're manipulating and destroying all sorts of um, inter- informational interviews and stuff like that. Uh, job applications, they would inter- intercept. So I was so exhausted. Like Once again, I'm exhausted now, but I was so exhausted then. I, I decided I'll move back to Victoria, um, You know, my alma mater. And I'll, I'll start life again there because I, I just can't see a way to succeed here in, in Vancouver. Even though had those people not been torturing my life, I would have stayed in Vancouver. That's really important for people to understand. I didn't move here without those people disrupting, terrorizing, and destroying my life. Whether they are the RCMP or CIA or, you know, energy industry, paid private assassins, whatever. I don't move to Victoria with those, those people fucking my life in Vancouver. So that's fact one. Fact two, the break-ins, the house break-ins start in Feb 2009 on budget day when I lived in Fernwood and then car car destruction, all sorts of shit all the time uh, right in Feb 2009, okay? So I come over March 2008, Feb 2009. That's the first sort of time I physically know they're hacking me. But then, I, but then electronically, they're blocking me all the time. Uh, resumes getting to uh, BCIMC, BCI, Customs House, Western Union, all the major banks. Uh, I start to do my CFA charter holder. I become CFA charter holder. 
And eventually I can feel, I can feel in the ether these people are trying to kill me, right? Like they're trying to make sure everything doesn't work out in my life. And again, for two reasons. One is I'm a victim of revenge porn and they think that I'm gay or something. And I'm not. I'm a straight white male. And the second and more plausible is that um, because I knew Gregor Robertson and Joel Solomon, they decide to completely fucking murder my existence. Back from 2005. Now they'll tell you it's something else, but let's let's just sort of keep going through. So they set me up in contracts at Vicky Solutions at BC Transit because they know I'm on my on desk door. Uh, they try and prevent me at all costs from moving to the Kootenays through Columbia Basin Trust, Columbia Power. They they sabotage those job opportunities. Uh, they sabotage BMO Bank, whether in Victoria or Kelowna. They just sabotage fucking everything in my life over and over and over again, right? A, a lethal assault. I get married. I have a kid. I'm like, okay, let's... I want My primary goal in life is to ski and have a great life with my family. I'll become a teacher. You're a nurse. Let's go to... You know, I wanted to go back to the interior, which I'd wanted to do for 10 years. But my wife wanted the ocean. So I'm like, okay, fine. We'll go to the Comox Valley. But when they mobilize there... Um, and I'm probably forgetting a whole bunch of key points, right? But when they mobilize there, then I realize they're going to do this until I die. They're going to hunt me until I die. So I, I just, I email myself in Google Gmail, give them permission to kill me in Nepal. And I go to Nepal to die at the hands of these people who obviously are so fucking omnipotent, you know, after terrorizing me in three cities, destroying hundreds of career opportunities. So I go there to die. When they don't kill me in Nepal, I realize, well, they're just trying to torture me till I kill myself, right? Like the whole program is to get you to kill yourself. So I'm like, well, fuck it then. Let's just go skiing because that'll recharge my soul. So we pack the shit. We move to Nelson and we enjoy that. But even then, I know that they're messing with me. And it's not something I could have. The gaslighting is not something that I I could have been able to speak to at that time. I was was just so fucked up. Uh, I had a new baby boy. I was trying to keep safe and raise. I had a new wife. Uh, but these people had no problem terrorizing my existence, right? Oh, the key point being along the way. So in 2011, I start to plant, uh, living in Rockland, I start to plant emails. The first of one said, you know, I'm an abuser guy. Uh, it's all sorts of bullshit, right? Like in these emails, I only send myself. And then when I move into my with my wife in 909 Quadra, I plant audio. Like one of the keys ones, like, you know, that politician in Ontario who's against 100,000 public servants, he's a great guy. That was a planted lie. Uh, I said, you know, I was a bit of a dog with this ex-girlfriend. That was a planted lie, um, including facial expression, all sorts of stuff, right? Like by that point, that's 2012. So that's been seven years at least that I've been terrorized and hunted through all sorts of forms of surveillance. So I, I sort of know what's going on, but I don't really know. Uh, the third lie was, um, you know, I said ostensibly all... First, or, uh, all armed forces members are from low-income families. I stole that from a politician who said ostensibly all nurses were from low-income families. It's probably the singularly worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, so those are the three things I say, probably within a span of like 24, 48 hours. And then, uh, you know, I, and then in cyberspace, I'm still planting more shit, right? Like I, uh, what were some other emails? I can't remember. I started talking about like, uh, cops in one email, how the RCMP has killed a whole bunch of innocent people and other cops in BC, Ian Bush, uh, Robert Jasansky. You know, these are all planted emails, right? Like, all I'm trying to do is get this fucking mental patient who's hunting me to show themselves. But, like, 
along the way, I'm asking people, like, how do you have access to my emails? You know, how do you have this? Like, whether it's Aaron Lamb at BC Trans or others, how do you have this fucking shit? Because these people are serial killers that are hunting me. And then they don't answer, right? Like, they never want to answer. They, they just lie. Um, so then when they mobilize in the Comox Valley, uh, they break into the car, they plant people in my car as I'm going to become a teacher. Uh, they fucking do everything they can to anything they can. They fly helicopter helicopters all around me, you know, like in an abnormal amount, just everywhere. Fucking helicopters. Even even we went on a, a school um, side trip. I said to somebody, a colleague, you know, a potential teacher in school. I said, I was going to bet you a hundred dollars they would fly a helicopter a helicopter over us that day, and they did. They flew a what looked like a search and rescue helicopter over us. You know, one of the cormorants or whatever. Um, so it was uh, like it was like this right wing, I guess, conservative gaslighting program to murder your fucking family and life until the point that I left the country of Canada to go die. Um, and nobody cares about this story because they've along the way they're upset about what I planted, right? Sorry, I'll keep the car on because I don't know. I don't know when this is transmitting. If it's when the car's on or off, or like I just can't. I can't think this through anymore. You know, like I've been on my own for uh, twenty years, hunted by this serial killer. So I plant it all, right? Like I plant this stuff, some horrible stuff, thinking, okay, someone will come talk to me. You know, someone will call me up. But what they do is they're really these sneaky pedos. You know, they go to people around me instead, like family, friends, the ex-wife. They go to them and they, they tell these bullshit stories and lies about me. Never once coming to me to talk to me, right? But all this horrible stuff you think about me, I planted it. All of it. You know, like this facial expression I planted in like around 2019 when this gay guy runs the length of the office to force me to watch a video of his kid at the pool. And our kids were about the same age. I'm planting that because I'm, I'm concerned there's NSO group software on the Ministry of Finance phone. And this is, you know, 16 years later, whatever it is, that these people have fucking hunted me. But nobody cares, right? Because they're out to prove their version of events. And along the way, there, I've said this before, there might have been a good person who fought for me. And all I did, I sent one fucking email. And I had no idea who this person was. And all I said in one line was, you know, I set her up or some shit like that. And then I also said, you know, in my email, no, I wouldn't have been political. I got really fucking scared because I thought, holy shit, they're going to hack my sex life. And they're going to tell my ex-wife that I've had too many beautiful girlfriends. And then they're going to kill my marriage. These people in no way have some sort of emotional capacity or um, uh, emotional integrity or intelligence to just come and talk to me. All it would have fucking taken was somebody getting on a plane or picking up the phone to call me and talk to me. And if I'd have known you, I would just would have told you, okay, here's what's going on. Like I have this serial killer fucking hunting me. But nobody cares about that truth. Like they don't give a shit. And so now they've they've locked in hard on this story that I'm a pedophile or a rapist or a serial killer. And they've been killing people around me all over BC. They killed the First Nations woman up in Smithers after we left there. They killed uh, Neil Muth. They killed Eli Pasquale. They killed a guy on the, a neighbor on the street. They killed um, all these people dying of so-called heart attacks, right? They've killed, uh, it's possible they killed Dave Richardson in Alberta. Uh, possible they killed, 
Gail Green in Sydney. It's possible they killed you. Know, fuck, I can go on and on and fucking on and on again, right? And they're always like heart attacks, you know, as if you can't induce that, as if security agencies, RCMP or otherwhere, don't have dirty tricks to just take you out whenever they want. That's why, you know, that's why I'm not scared of these fucking people, right? Because they're either going to kill me or not kill me. So I sleep soundly at night. You want to kill me because I masturbated to porn? Go fucking head and kill me. I've been tortured for 20 years. I don't give a shit. You know, the reason I'm masturbating to porn is because it's a proxy for a happy, healthy sexual relationship. It's not my problem. The product is a fucking shit product. You know, and don't blame me because I click on stuff you don't like. If you don't like it, regulate it, change it. You know, just like alcohol or marijuana. Don't fucking blame me as a straight white man whose life has been fucking terminated and tortured by a serial killer for 20 fucking years. So I'm going to do whatever I want. You can stand above my fucking head. Right above my fucking head when I'm in bed and make noise as I'm masturbating to porn. I'm still going to fucking do it. I have no idea what you fucking people are on about. Because you've been on about different things my entire fucking adult life now. As you're torturing me. And if someone doesn't like the words I say, you can go fuck yourself. Everybody on this fucking island can go fuck themselves. Feel free to play that for anybody you want. You have killed my daughter, Daria, like you killed Rena Virk. You, you have no fucking capacity to control your actions. You have no fucking capacity to use your fucking brain that God gave you. You have no capacity to show any sort of compassion or health or human uh, anything in your fucking life. And you, what you've done is, and you, you know, this is this, the most simpleton of simple humans. What you do is you justify your actions because, oh, you're angry about something. Right? And you know for sure that you have truth, so you can do whatever you want. You can break into my house a thousand fucking times. You can steal all my fishing rods. You can have me a victim of a terrorist attack in the Kootenays. You have no fucking problem with that. You have no problem that you've destroyed Canadian democracy. There was a 100% chance I would have ran as a member of the legislature, as a member of the Democratic Party. Now there is a 0% chance. Because you did that. Because you did whatever you did. You made me the victim of revenge porn. Like you fucking published me and some sex act on the internet. Yeah, you fucking murdered Canadian democracy. Or you fucking killed somebody along the way that you thought was going to cover up something for me or whatever. Or against me or, you know. you Someone else made that fucking decision. I didn't do it. I have no idea what's gone on. I've been raped. Terrorized. Forced to sign papers. I have had every what what is somebody would think is a normal fucking human. I have had every one of these so-called normal fucking people that should have half a brain turn on me and assassinate me in the worst way that you didn't actually fucking kill me. So September twenty twenty one, I you know I give this monologue from my living room right as I'm doing right fucking now. I give this monologue. And I talk about all these issues. I talk about, you know, uh, you know, porn. I have never in my life gone on the internet to look at pornography of someone under the age of 20 ever. And quite frankly, I don't think it should be anyone under the age of 30. And I think you should have to prove you haven't been sex trafficked. And I think the product should be regulated by 100 couples to be a product that is only a proxy for a happy, healthy sexual relationship. That's fucking it. And if you don't like that, well, then you're a fucking mental patient. Right? I'm sorry for you. I don't go on the internet to see the sick shit that your wife does, your kids do, your fucking boss does, your neighbor kid does. I don't go on the fucking internet to see that. I don't harm women. 
I don't harm children. I have never in my life intended to do so. Ever. I've saved people's fucking lives in my neighborhood. And for that, they did what to me? Murdered my fucking life. Murdered it. But that, as I've said before, that's a fucking joke to these people. It was a total fucking joke that I had less than $10,000, a newborn baby six months old. I have to get through two fucking years of elementary education school somehow. I have to move cities three fucking hours away to do this. And it's a total fucking joke that they broke into the house and car a hundred fucking times and made me so fucking stressed out I left the country to die. It is a fucking joke to these fucking people. They will tell whatever lies and bullshit they have to about you and your family to kill you is what they will do. So do I understand the connections possibly to the British royal family? I don't. Or the CIA or the KGB or the Canadian Secret Service. I don't understand the connections. I know my family's been connected. I know friends have been connected. But I just want to make someone hear this again. If you fought for me and my family, you did the right thing. We have never intended to harm anyone ever. If you fought for me, you did the right thing. That said, I do not want to be responsible for imagery or content or context on the internet where people are harmed. I don't want to be responsible for that. It is not my fault. I presented a possible regulatory regime that would clean that shit up They're going to ignore that because they fucking canceled me. And they can't stand that I'm a good fucking guy. They cannot fucking stand that. So they have legions of third-rate people harming my life all over Vancouver Island and British Columbia. Legions of these people. Who have, again... No capacity to regulate their behavior at all. They don't care. And it's written on my car now. They don't care now that my daughter's dead because of them. They don't fucking care. They don't care that my son's been stolen from me. I have never intentionally harmed my child in any way. They don't care. They don't care. They believe they're going to win the day. Win the big day. They think when I'm underground that they, man, they have won the greatest of victories. Over what? For who? Why? What is it you think you proved out? I can poke a hole in whatever bullshit you have told yourself about me a hundred ways. I can watch your TikTok videos of some stupid fucking white guy, you know, barking on in the Senate or Congress of the United States of America, denying climate change. I can poke a hole in every one of their arguments. So don't think I can't do the same thing to you about your bullshit. I just said to my barber, I just said, hey. I guess I'm just here now to lose. Like when the judge awards 
my ex-wife, an ex-wife who didn't participate in parenting at all for three or four years, okay? When, when, when the judge awards her full custody or whatever he's going to do, I guess I just lose everything and I drive away finally. And I guess that's your big day, Vancouver. That's your big day in the sun, right? You feel that you have won the great victory. Over what? Over who? Over why? Again, no one's explained it to me. If you ever find yourself in my position, you will die. And so when you, if you're young and hear this, I want you to understand, nobody cares about you. Every time you read about some atrocity of someone being hurt, they don't really care. Nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. Don't care about your kids. All the politicians getting up, they haven't cared about your housing problem for decades. They don't care.
And eventually you just can't come back from it. Like, that's what I've realized. You can't come back because you're so badly fucking hurt. And, and again, let's go back to, they won't even let me reach out to Edmonton, Alberta to get in contact with Omar Cotter and his counseling and legal team. That's how much they have to suppress truth. Okay? They fucking refuse to let me have legal representation, to let me have any sort of supports until I finally fucking die. And then they can do what they always do. They can control the narrative and tell everyone that, you know, my intent was the most horrible of intents or I did this or I did that. But I want you to go back to this statement. I had to give them something to hurt me with. If I didn't give them the thing to hurt me with, they would not have taken the next step to publish or denigrate me so that I could tell you about these fucking murders, right? I don't know what I signed. I don't know what the fuck they made me out to be. Whatever conclusion they came to, obviously it's incorrect. But you can't tell thousands of stupid fucking cunts that an engineer with an MBA and a CFA charter holder is probably the least likely fucking person on planet Earth to do what it is you think he did. You can't tell them that because they're so fucking stupid, right? Like, uneducated people listen to, listen to Alex Jones on the internet all day long because they're uneducated. And they think he's smart. He can literally tell them something that's factually incorrect, but these people don't even know enough to do some background research on that. And that, that, that goes on the other side of the so-called political spectrum, a false, an absolutely false creation, where you have all these gender people fucking up kids in schools, thinking that's left-wing. And again, that's totally false, what they're doing. And it's harmful. And yet they get away with it, because thousands and thousands of stupid fucking idiots believe that bullshit. And they will let children be harmed. These people have no ability to control themselves. They have no capacity to know when they're like so out to lunch. And back to my comment on the media the other day. I mean, obviously, the whole billionaire-owned media is a total joke, right? Everybody knows they're pushing a mandate. But in 20 years, they're gone, and that's not necessarily a good thing. I want to make sure you understand. Journalism used to be like a tradecraft. Like, you used to go to journalism school to learn how to do journalism. Now, when it competes with TikTok and Twitter, and any idiot can publish anything, well, now, they're going to die, and then there's going to be no legitimacy to media whatsoever. And that's not a good thing at all. It's not my fault. I didn't do this. But, like... Here we are in a world where there's just no truth unless you physically go talk to somebody and ask them these hard questions. Who's going to do that? Nobody's going to do that. They're just going to destroy you. Because they want to fuck your wife or they want to, like, murder your kids or whatever the fuck they want to do. And then dance around like they're a hero. Good for you, pal. You're the hero, I guess. 